0: to scott pilgrim versus the podcast a podcast where we take down scott pilgrim and this episode we are going to absolutely destroy the first episode of scott pilgrim takes off on netflix scott pilgrim's precious little life it's the first episode if you haven't seen it spoiler warning on i'm alex we're gonna punch this thing
1: so hard it's gonna turn into money you know (laughs) what i'm talking about
0: i'm Pete. what the fuck just happened i'm Um. justin Oh, thanks for thanks for letting us know your name. Uh, yeah, listen, serious. I, I know I just what said spoiler, the fuck, man. Hold on, hold on. Serious spoiler warning on here uh, now. I have been so excited to talk to you guys about this. I watched this episode of Shows years Over. Ago what? And Shows Over. Lost my mind at the end of this episode. Uh, I haven't been the same since. And I, I really wanted to get like I almost wanted to watch you guys watching this episode just in terms of getting your live reaction here, because I will tell you legitimately. So as as press, we got the screeners in advance. So I was like, cool. I love Scott Pilgrim. Excited to check the show out. Watch the first episode. And at the end, I was like for two solid weeks, I couldn't continue because I was so flabbergasted by the end of that episode.
1: Well, I feel like it's either you have to give it some time to be like, huh. Or you have to press play, button mash that I'm freaking shit out. into I the next really episode. I really
2: wish I could have watched the next episode because I am freaking out. So Everything was the same, and then this crazy curveball at the end, and it's driving me fucking nuts, man. Uh, I know. So let let's just put it out there,
0: and then we can talk about it a little bit more. But most, and I want to get general impressions of the show. And so the episode. just real quick before yeah. we get
1: into it, we're talking about the fact that it's um, Netflix instead of Amazon for Ramona's job, right?
0: That was huge. DVDs. What are we even doing here? And also, it was Amazon. It was Netflix.com, not Netflix dot ca, which is disgusting. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <What>? Wow. <laughs> Uh, Ramona is now working She's delivering DVDs for Netflix I Instead know, of Amazon.ca That's what yeah. we're talking about That's the thing yeah, you're know, upset about
2: too, right? No, Be- that's not I could give no? a shit about that little detail Then what are oh, you so okay. mad about? Were
0: you Well, hold on Were you upset about the updated conversation Between Ramona and Scott Where he talks about the two Sonic the Hedgehogs? Because that I was like I get it It's meta You're talking about the fact That Michael Cera vo- you know, Did the part of the movie And now he's voicing it But like, come on, this is a classic scene. Give me the classic scene. That's what you're upset about, right, Pete? No Pacu Man.
2: Yeah, Pacu, Pacu Man, Pacu Pacu Man.
0: <laughs> now we're of course uh, freaking out about the end of the episode. Also, I
2: wasn't freaking. Well, I am kind of freaking out. The Bill Hader isn't doing the voiceover for this stuff, which is a little disappointing. No, Bill Hader did not come back. Instead, there we, a, ton a ton of people came back, but you couldn't get Bill Hader. I think it's, everybody.
0: Well, yeah, Stephen Johnson busy. is the new narrator who says Toronto, Canada. Not too. I long mean, ago. I
2: love that guy, but I was kind of like,
0: you love that guy. You well, love a, Stephen
2: Johnson. <laughs> he does, a great, he does a great job. Pete runs a Stephen
0: Johnson fan site. You should check it out. Stephenjohnson.ca. Yeah, Johnson.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's under the hater hater banner, right? <laughs> and Reddit, because well, you hate hater, you love Johnson.
2: Uh, that it wasn't Bill Hader. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's only. Yeah, a I think a this is our big takeaway for the episode. Bill Hader wasn't in it,
0: and that's pretty much it. Let let's just very quickly talk about the ending here just to put it out there. So we're stopped dancing around it. But we get the fight between Matthew Patel and Scott Pilgrim at the end and Matthew Patel <laughs> kills Scott at the end of the episode. I uh, love it. Here here's my big takeaway here, which is absolutely wild. And obviously we'll talk about the future episodes, but I can't a I can't believe they kept the secret. Uh, as far as I, oh yeah. god, I can't <laughs> believe yeah. this. <laughs> I agree. If you're watching on the video recording, <laughs> the stupid Zoom emoji things <laughs> you that come can't up,
2: figure out. How to I shut it can't turn off. them off. I can't. That's it's
0: hilarious. That.
2: Oh, anyway, old person problems?
0: Uh, yeah, you kill Scott. I can't believe that this did come out, and I can't believe that they successfully lied to us about what this show is for this long. You know? lied. Alex, well, what an accusation uh, Wait a second No, this I is think like complimentary Like complimentally, lie complimentally Because they were yeah. like Yeah, we're just gonna Kind of like remix it A little bit You know, we got the cast For the movie We're gonna look at characters In a different way Scott dies No, no, is, no, 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 is, no
2: Yeah because in comic books, you have that kind of thing where I freak out and you guys are like, oh, uh, oh, uh, you've never read a comic before. It's just a weird twist at the end that gets you and then you got to pick up the next issue and then everything's fine. Why aren't you saying that? Instead, you're like, oh, uh, it's all over. He's died. It's
1: different. Once you turn into money. It's over. Once your money, that's like finding the corpse. Here
2: is where the rabbit hole I went down. I was like, oh, my God, this can't be how this ends. And then I was thinking, "Okay, how does he get a one up? Because we know in the movie he gets Mm. a one up and stuff also in the comic. But I was like, oh, he's got to break up with knives first in the afterlife and then he gets the one up, and then he gets to come back or wow. something, right? You have like, a whole what? murder wall going on like, here. Just real ah. quick,
1: Pete, I talked to some rabbits, and they actually want you to start calling it a peat hole. They're calling it a peat hole because <laughs> you're in it so often, it's not really a rabbit hole anymore. It's a peat yeah. hole. Yeah. Those yeah.
2: four rabbits that I've kicked out of their home, I feel really bad about that.
1: Well, I would say, like, I think they got him. I think uh, Matthew Patel won. It's, it happens. Video games. Well, what, how, what's
2: the next episode? How do you move forward? Does Ramona have the battle or? evil exes? Like, how does it work? Anytime
1: we encounter a loss, it takes a while to deal with it. And Pete, you're going through all seven stages of grief or five stages of grief simultaneously, I think. Yeah, and they're all are, screaming out of your mouth.
0: They, they are Pete's seven evil exes is stages of grief. But I think one
1: thing that when I've been thinking about since I watched it is the name of the, the first book, Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life, and we get that highlighted in here a couple times, and I thought it was very sort of like poignant that he dies at the end, and they're like, "It was a precious little life." Later, R.I.P.
0: R. I. P. Uh, let's let's take a big step back because I do want to get your impressions of forgetting about the ending for a wait, second. Wait,
2: wait, we got to talk about what the fuck? How we can talk about at the to- end. Yeah, let's uh, say
0: we're going to go back to it. I'm sure uh, there's more to talk about. I think at the end of the episode, how, we can talk about what we think is going to happen next, where the show is going. But I do want to get your impressions because uh, this is still highly anticipated in anime. Looks kind of like the video game a little bit. Uh, by the way, I know we said we were going to talk about the video game. We will get back to that. We will. Yes, we yep. definitely will do that. Justin played sure, through it. I'm stuck on level two, but we're Alex like, is having <laughs> a problem defeating uh,
1: <laughs> Lucas Lee. I
0: um, I got so close. I got so, so close. But you know what? He is big, hard. Here's my that big problem. Work. Just to talk about the game for a second, I'm bad at video games, and that turns uh, out well, that's their problem. Turns out, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's my problem also. Yeah, yeah we will get true. back and talk about that. But
2: Justin like, blew through it like no problem.
0: You did. God damn it. Um, but this has elements of the video game, this has elements of the movie, obviously, in the voice, as well as some of the stuff that happens here, and as in the books. But even the plot, the way the plot rolls out in the first episode is remixed. There's new things with Gideon and the evil exes yeah. in this episode as well. Um, so what was putting aside feelings about the end, if you can. What was your overall impression of the episode through the animation, the music, the voice? Well,
2: first, let's start with the opening and the opening credits and all the fun. Uh, the that Scott they Pilgrim, can... flip. Take it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I love the opening credits. You kind of get this Street Fighter 2 kind of uh, feel to it, which was great. And then the kind of like Super Mario uh, credits for the actual start of the episode. Super Mario he... Brothers 3 titles yeah. from yeah. Uh,
1: First Precious Little Life.
2: I thought that was just really, I was so excited for this. I was very geeked and they did a great job of kind of channeling that excitement with the opening credits and all the kind of nerdy things that sprinkled in there. I think the animation is awesome. It's just such a cool look. I love, it feels like the characters we know and love, but just kind of like a little upgraded. I I think it it has such a cool tone and feel to it. I, I loved the beginning of the episode.
1: Well, and I think just, like, it's my feeling in watching, like you're saying, Pete, through the opening credits and once it got going, was just, like, pure joy. Yeah, Just, like, it's, like, elation watching this. And it's great because I think they do a great job of taking the comics as a source material, but using anime, uh, pacing, the way we do sort of, like, the way the voices are laid in, it's very different than other cartoons. It feels like a classic anime from, like, the 90s or, or early 2000s, I feel like. The fades, there's, like pauses in there that american animated shows would never leave that much air in it and they're doing the pauses and stuff here i love all that there is a lot of video game reference especially in the backgrounds they're walking through and stuff it's so good and then on top of that the music is awesome oh
2: my god they uh they did all new music
0: yeah, yeah, so this is songs by Amanaguchi who did the music for the video game. I think when we were talking about the movie, I said they did music for the movie, which is not true. That was for the video right. game, so they brought them back from that. And then also you have the theme song, which is Bloom by Nekritaki, I think is the name of the yeah. band. And it's perfect. Like, it's a perfect so anime so opening. It absolutely works setting up all of the characters and the situations. And I agree with you guys. It's just really nice to see this blending of the movie and the show. Um, I thought that was very, very fun. Um, and I, I, yeah, I just overall really like the look of it. I like the video games references. They're in there. I think the pacing took me a little bit to get used to because I'm not used to that anime pacing. Yeah. It, it changes the rhythm of the jokes. Oh, yeah.
1: Huge. Well, yeah. and it, But it reminds me of like being a kid. I grew up on the Canadian border in New York State and we would watch like Astro Boy Something that no one in my elementary school was like. What are you talking about? And I was like, I don't know. Is it a dream? Or did I have a dream? And it's that vibe, and it really took me back there in such a great way. And then just, but they're also doing very modern things as well, like all the camera perspectives during the, yeah. when they're playing at the beginning. I thought was so good, so well yeah. done. You get super close up to them, very comic booky, but the movement just feels so fresh at the same time.
2: And yeah. it's interesting because I was like. Getting used to, like, okay, this is uh, what this new flavor is going to be. And then I was kind of like, are they going to do that cool shot of them playing with that long carpet thing? No, they did uh, completely different stuff. So it feels really fresh, even though it's something we're very used to, which is impressive. Uh, I also like, like, in the kind of opening credits, you got a Ramona um, uh, kiss there. It seems like this is really much... You know, Scott and Ramona kind of, like, forwards. There's yeah, the, really the Scott-Ramona
0: kiss. correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, but that's directly from the beginning of the video game, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And there's a lot of if. I don't know if you'll ever um, get the chance to continue on. I'll do the it. Game.
0: I'll, I'll power through. Maybe. Do you have the <laughs> yeah. skills? Do you oh. have the, the button-mashing no, skills? Is not. the
1: question. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you're Maybe sort of you like a Matthew play Patel play. from the comics. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Not okay. the, show. That's the, the
0: Because the I'm TV so show. good at singing?
1: Yeah. And you have um, demonic hipster uh, girlfriends. Yeah, they're just the, off screen hanging out. Yeah, well, I know. I can hear them. The the way uh, I forget what we were talking about, but uh,
2: <laughs> well, I want to talk about the kind of opening sequence where we get the dream desert. Oh, okay. I oh, the like We just yeah, talked
0: about the opening yeah, yeah, sequence. Yeah. no, no. <laughs> I'm talking never, about
2: the, yeah. the. What I really liked is when he's kind of walking through, and in their in his kind of like shadow, you see like these stars and kind of like a night sky, and the it's just just like a couple moments, but man, it's so cool. The complexity to what they're doing is really impressive. Yeah. You also get to see, and this is,
0: I, I don't even know if this is an Easter egg, but you see the two holes of the moon in the background, where they're going through the subspace highway, which is, you don't know what that is. If you haven't read the books or seen the movie. Um, I, I did want to ask like a broader question though, that I wrote down at this point is, can you watch this, without having watched the movie or read Scott Pilgrim? And I know that's a near impossible question for the three of us to answer.
1: Coming from a guy in a Scott Pilgrim t-shirt? Okay, let's, let's really get
0: into this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm curious. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer because I can't divorce myself. From uh, it. Of course
2: you, you can. I just don't think it's going to be as rich as an enjoying experience. Mm. Um, But I think, yeah, it's anybody can walk up and kind of understand what's happening here. It's just, um, you know, all the extra stuff I don't think you'll be able to get.
1: Well, and I think you can. It's just because it it is faster. We get like the whole volume basically in this episode, half hour episode. So it moves very fast. I think it feels like we're missing things because we expect them. But I think from a, a casual viewer just coming in, it just feels like, a story that's moving at its natural pace. And I think with there whoever is watching this for the first time, isn't going to be quite so outraged mm-hmm. at the end of the episode.
2: Yeah. yeah so like, like, Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, it could be just be enjoyable for you. Which this would Matthew Patel
1: show looks pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I did really love how Ramona, the tone or she was just like, wake up, dude. Ramona's tone Yeah. Ramona's Tona is really just uh, fun when she's kind of skates by him. Um, And yeah. And that first kind of interaction, we know how it went, but it was completely different. Also, his like, is this a dream question was hilarious and new. So I was just like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Can I say something controversial that Pete's going to get very mad at me about? Ooh, fun. Yes. Uh,
0: I don't know if all the voices are working for me. And I know, wow. Justin, you said that this is part and parcel with that sort of style of anime, which I have not watched a lot of. So maybe it does work better if you're aware of that. But Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I love, she's great. I don't know if it's really working for me exactly with Ramona, to be honest.
1: Yeah, she's it's, it's funny, just from a, a character perspective, the Scott Pilgrim, I think, is working really well. Like the the voice combined with the anime, I think, is great. More so than the movie, uh, mm-hmm. I famously was saying that like Scott, that uh, Michael Sarah doesn't feel like Scott Pilgrim in the movie, but it feels very right here. Um, I agree with you. The Mary Elizabeth Winstead it feels a little off for some reason. I think she seems much older now. Yeah, her her voice just sounds older, so it doesn't quite key in.
2: Are you saying think- the voice doesn't match the image? Is that what you're saying?
1: Is that what she, she sounds older than the, the yeah, character? This Ramona is in this not
2: show. again,
0: very Elizabeth Winstead. Great, love her in everything, but yeah, as you get older, your voice changes. And who her gives voice, a shit?
1: It's called puberty, Pete. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. <laughs> See, this is when it hits.
0: I, but it, this isn't like this
1: is just talking about it. You're it's not like, like we want hear
2: her voice, and you say, ooh, that sounds too old for the character she's playing. Yes, well, no.
1: Uh, I'm not saying fuck? like that's my takeaway from the number one takeaway from the episode, but we're talking about it from a point of like, hey, here are some things that hit us while we were watching it. And like that that is part of it. I, I do think the, the style of, of the way they lay the voices in is a little different and it calls attention to them more than I think it would be in a, so, a more so let traditional let American –
2: all Animation. these amazing actors come back for the show, and you would recast her because you're like, "Oh, sorry, you sound no. too old." I, w- I did, would not, not recast myself. What the fuck are you saying? Did not right say now? That. No, I would. Uh, sorry to be clear,
0: I would euthanize her. Is what I'd say. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would, I would put her down. Oh, do you mean youth? Like make her younger? Euthanize <laughs> yes. her? <laughs> yes, oh. put her down in age is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, nice, like a lame horse. You would change. take her it's out okay. back and we're shoot. Just, her.
2: Pete, we're not attacking anybody. It seems like you are we had all these amazing people come back except for Bill Hader for some fucking reason and you're like He got older man, his voice Elizabeth got old and they were like I'm like sorry you sound like anymore. too
0: much of a cranky old man at this point Bill Hader so you can't so, come back to say these two lines You sound
2: like one of these well, assholes versus, saying, okay, like, versus, Kevin Conley couldn't play the voice of Batman anymore cuz he sounds too old Who gives a fucking shit that's the voice no, of he Batman.
0: he had a consistent he had a
2: consistent voice
1: He started the role when he was older um, Pete uh, how much how many caffeine pills have you taken today? Are you are we approaching a Jesse Spano I'm <laughs> so excited I'm so episode. scared I'm Moment. fired
2: up I'm sorry Alright I'm, uh, gonna say, no, but I think, I'm sorry I'm sorry I think it's fair
0: To talk about The voice work On this animated show Versus For example I think uh, The actress's name Is Ella Wong Right Who's doing Knives Chow great like perfect for the show they also really really play out the anime aspects of knives chow in particular i thought that was the character that worked almost the best for me also kieran culkin as wallace wells i think that crushes it that completely nails it that's very consistent so there's some things that i think like are a little stronger than others it's okay not everything needs to be great or terrible all the time there are shades in between Well, I would also say it's a little
1: different when you're coming back to a role you've already played. You're Mm -hmm. not performing it as much as calling it back from an acting perspective. And so I think that changes the performance because I I think there's less probably pressure for her to be like, okay – Inhabit this character when it's like, well, you already did it, you already are it, so just mm-hmm. say the lines kind of a thing.
0: Well, well, and well, and I do think a difference, a difference that we're getting, and mind you, there's only like two scenes that are completely fresh and new, but Jason Schwartzman is, I think, playing Gideon Graves totally differently here than he did in the movie. Like he is 100 yeah. said leading into. Doctor Claw. I was anime. just gonna say Doctor yeah. Claw. Exactly, and it's great. Exactly. I love it. Yes, but like good. the rhythm of his speech and everything is much more like I'm an anime villain right now. 100%. versus the way that he
2: played it in the movie. And I kind I- of like the choices that she's making. The fact like it seems like she's not, she's kind of like not into Scott in the beginning and kind of over it a little bit. I like the nuances in her voice and what she's doing. Well, if we're jumping back to that, because I know you're still upset about what I said about Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I thought the
0: romance between Scott and Ramona was way stronger in this episode. I actually disagree with you, Pete. I think she seems way more into it. And I think they've laid in. The relationship between Scott and Ramona, I wrote down a note somewhere in here like, wow, Ramona actually seems to like Scott. She seems into the date. She seems into the idea of going out on a date. It's way less like she seems – in the book, she's more like, sure, this is something to do, I guess, and seems to be not interested in it. This, the romance, was very strong throughout this episode.
1: I agree. And you see her be charmed by him over the course of it, as opposed to like you're saying in the book, she was just like, well, he said he saw he dreamed about me. So I guess we'll date. And in this, I I buy the romance here. And I thought the no sex sex scene was just great. Mm -hmm. All that whole progression was so really nicely done, I thought. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that was really good. The date, all the awkward talk. her not knowing about X-Men or anything like that. Oh, that was was hysterical. No
1: tea. I I missed the tea joke from the movie. That's such a good joke. Yeah. Like, I, there are other kinds of tea. The tea? It's such yeah. a funny one-liner, <laughs> and the, we move past it here. Fine. Very small. Com-
2: also, uh, yeah, like all the different kinds of tea that she has that she names off was also really fun. Well, also helping the romance, an and I I think this is new. I don't
0: remember this from either version. But when Ramona and Scott kiss, they see sparks, which feels like very thing. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that as well. So again. I think I really bought the romance between them a lot more. It was interesting. I felt like they downplayed the Knives Chow of it all in order to amp
2: up the Ramona of it all. You felt that as well? Yeah. I mean, Wallace says you got to cut off with your fake girlfriend. You know what I mean? And there's like a lot of extra time like they have. I feel like they did a good job of playing that uh, just right.
1: I feel like they downplayed it here because it's becoming a much larger part of the villain plot. Like we get all these, the Gideon scene, the two Gideon scenes in the Matthew Patel part of it, where they're talking about knives, like he's cheating on, on her. And like, that feels like it's going to play sort of more of a plot point rather than this like love triangle, emotional point. I don't know how Scott's dead. Uh, That's true. Uh, uh, Beyond the afterlife triangle.
2: Um, uh, but did you, you want to tear bat- apart Kim, uh, Kim Pine at all,
0: uh, Zelvin? No one's tearing no, no, apart no. anything. The only bad part of the show was Mary Elizabeth Winston. Oh my God, wow. you're such a fucking <laughs> asshole. Talk I don't about, think that. I don't think it's, that. It's,
1: it's oh, crazy. like that. Oh, you're so good, at, Alex. You're so good at pressing Pete's buttons, but you're so bad at pressing the buttons on the switch <laughs> to be good at the Scott Pilgrim game.
0: Oh man, if only I could play Pete like a video game, I would crush uh, it just watch that's
1: what it's basically this job is it's like Pete to continue
2: blink, blink, blink.
1: <laughs> yes i did like uh, that
2: moment though with scott uh it was like oh sarcasm i thought that was fun but
1: but back, getting back to gideon i think there's a show that uh on netflix called miraculous or mm-hmm. uh the ladybug uh, superhero show that my kids watch and i feel like the Gideon in this show, yeah,
2: my
0: uh, yeah watch, Oh, I mean, yeah.
1: I watch plenty of it with. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. are you shipper, Sometimes or are you it's ship alone.
0: Ladybug and Cat Noir, Justin.
1: That's literally the entire story of the show. So it's, <laughs> if you if you don't ship that, or you aren't, you're shipping something else. I don't know what you're watching. Anyway, thank you for knowing Cat Noir. Yeah, uh, but I feel like the Gideon is straight up like the the villain from that. Uh, just standing in a room saying evil things to
0: I love that. I love that addition. It, it threw me for a little bit when they th- put that in there at the beginning because it does change things for the viewer here, knowing about the evil exes. You get to see Roxy mm-hmm. in here as well, so it's not necessarily yeah. a surprise of like evil exes also means a girl, a woman. Yeah. Um, so they're definitely laying all of that up front, but to the point that you're making, Justin, I think – it makes it way more anime and leads into yeah. if you have the villain coming in every episode and being like next time Pilgrim next time yeah
1: and that's great that's so satisfying. There's Let's no talk next about time the time. F- He's dead. That's a good point. This has been a fun podcast. I guess it's over. The uh, the changes we got the, we talked a little bit about the the Sonic cartoon joke, which I thought was a great one to one for the Pac Man. Mm-hmm. Good update. Like it hits. It's really funny. We get Columbo reruns. But the biggest thing is the shocking amount of Netflix promotion in this Netflix animated show.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. They spend a lot of time on that. I would suggest in the more modern version of Netflix, if you search for hot guys, something's going to come up.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bridgerton
0: season one. For example. Wow. Uh, But we get uh, uh, some references to Lucas Lee in here in that scene as well. We get to see a bunch of his movies, which – I don't remember if they were all in the book, but they were definitely in the movie. Uh, the game is over too. It continues to be just that's such a funny. That's ooh, so the game, game is so over, over too. It's, two. it's <laughs> over a second time. That sounds fun. It's great, great,
1: so fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fun. I was just surprised. I, the first Netflix reference, I was like, "Oh, that's smart. That's cool." And then when they said it three times again in the next ninety seconds, I was like, "Okay, this <laughs> yeah, surely cool you way. know this is too much."
0: <laughs> um,
2: a couple uh, of I, other. Oh yeah, go ahead, beat. I just really like the uh the music changes it's uh it's a fun kind of uh fresh from thing. the movie you mean, yeah, yeah, from the movie to this, and uh yeah, I also really you know like. The kind of vibe changes a little bit more, which is interesting. And I'm, I'm more excited about the music battles if we're going to get there because Scott's dead. But I think it's, it could be uh, very exciting to see the kind of changes musically that are going to happen with each episode. Also, just hurry. Uh, Kim yelling out, we are sex but mom. Just is such an exciting, fun thing that I'm glad that they uh, are still leaning into that because it's a, one of my favorite parts of the show. My very stupid thing, which I mentioned on previous episodes, is I'm still thrown by the fact
0: that Sex Bob Bob is a good band, because from the comics, my impression was like, yeah, they're all right, but they're legitimately a good band. At the New York Comic Con panel, when he was asked about it, Brian Lee Malley was like, no, I think they are good. And that clearly comes through here. You have people nodding and enjoying their music in the final scene before Matthew attacks. So it's fine. I like the music, but it's still. You'd rather have
1: bad music. That's there's, there's really a funny. Part of you know. me
0: that's it. Wouldn't work for well, the show. Like it wouldn't work for the show, and it wouldn't work for the movie if they were bad, bad. But there is definitely a part of me that's still like, no, they're not good.
1: But I feel like uh, Brian Lee O'Malley's nostalgia and sort of all our cultural nostalgia is such a big part of Scott Pilgrim in every aspect. Mm-hmm. So, and when you're doing something that is sort of rooted in like, remember, remember this place or this thing or this event was awesome. It has to be awesome. Like when you're in a band like this, maybe you are bad in a larger sense, but when you do a show and the audience is into it, you're the best band in the fucking world. And so I feel like that's what we want them to be all the time. And it's just the right tone to Pete's point of just being this like fun indie vibe. The songs are just like, A couple phrases over and over again And they keep, they're like, shit, let's play it again Let's play it again, and they do it Like, it's like, you're in love with this You have one good song, and you just play the shit
2: out of it Okay, okay, so let me get this straight, Salman. When he is sitting By the door, waiting for the package And then Ramona Is there, and he Opens the door, and she goes, (laughs) Sonic guy? You're like, oh, that voice Is garbage, that whole moment is ruined For you? It's like nails on a chalkboard, yeah. Oh, fuck you.
0: No, man. I don't think that. I don't know no. how many times I can say that, like... He likes I, the romance. I like the romance. I like Mary Elizabeth. But her, that as a whole actor. bit that she's she just doing just sounds like a decrepit old crone oh through her voice. Yeah. It sounds like an old witch. Like I went to a door and an old witch was like, "Come here, Sonny, I've got candy." Do you understand the that Sonic reverse? guy? <laughs> yeah. That was the other thing. Like all those witches' cackles, she threw in. It didn't work for it's the character. Yeah, very added. Now, P, as
1: a you can understand, an older woman like Ramona being into younger no, no, you a younger man. Oh god! You love
2: that. You're such a dick, man. <laughs> She's an unbelievable actress and does unbelievable work. And the fact that you can sit there and be like, nah, her voice is too old drives me fucking insane. All I'm saying is it's time for Mary Elizabeth Winstead to retire. <laughs> oh <God>. Such a <laughs> fucking ass. Sorry.
1: Asshole. For a for comic book club, I'm Justin Tyler. This is Pete LePage Winstead. and <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Alex, uh, mumble thumbs. Zalb- Thumb, Thumb,
2: Thumb. <laughs> mumble thumbs. I
0: love it. <laughs> Oh God! I I'm really looking forward I to eight the, episodes of assuring you that I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead as an actress. Yes, yeah, exactly. I I, I would send a card. I, so I would own- send a card.
2: And for the fact that we were getting things updated, it was also kind of funny that it went instead of an email that he skimmed, it was an old school letter. And I was like, oh, we went back in time instead mm-hmm. of forward for that bit. That was interesting. Yeah. Oh, there was, uh, speaking of going back in time,
0: not to keep talking about this New York Comic Con battle, but there was a very specific question. Somebody was like, hey, Honest Ed's closed. Are we going to see Honest Eds at all in the show? That's where the fight happens in volume four, I think, with Todd, mm. uh, where they have the yeah. race through Honest Eds, the terrifying, enormous store. Um, and Bradley Lee O'Malley was like, well, it kind of takes place in Scott Pilgrim time. Like, there's no specific time for Toronto. But right after they have the night together, Scott is walking along in the street and he passes by Honest Eds and it all glows yeah. up. So I was like, oh, that's Ooh. a cute little Easter cool. egg. Uh, we'll yeah. see. I guess if it shows up again in the show, uh, yeah, we co- don't know. Couple of other notes of things that I really liked that I wrote down. Oh, when they get to the party and he turns to see where Stephen, Kim, and Neil are, and they've yeah. all disappeared, and there's dotted lines around them. Yeah. Very, Very fun. fun. Uh, that was good. <laughs>
1: How about uh, the O.J. and Cola? Because that made, was yuck, oh, yuck,
2: yuck. Oh, yuck. God. The mix of he's O.J. Juiced, and Cola.
1: He's juiced on sugar, that guy. Gross. No
0: wonder he can't control himself. Yeah. Uh, space Subways, I totally I totally get it. Very funny line as well. I don't think that was in the book, right?
1: No. The subspace Highway.
0: Yeah. yeah, Subspace Highway. But Scott keeps calling them Space Subways. Right, yep. I got you. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that before. Yes, which was very fun. Um nice updating of the whole meta commentary with Scott saying, My last job is a long story filled with size. Maybe we can get into it in a later episode. Very happy nice. to yep. see that stuff stays. Um the I know we mentioned this earlier. I hope Scott Pilgrim enjoys the last few days of his precious little life. Good good delivery
1: Great. from Jason There. Um I thought just talking about the the fight. The um, the leading up to the fight felt a little slow to me. It felt wait, strange. Wait. Almost, like, almost like they were like, sort of like, wait, pay attention. This mm-hmm. is going to be different. Yeah. And then the fight was actually really fast. It yeah. happened like, you know, like when well, someone talks about like a, an extreme car accident or something, they're like, just like that, it was over. And then you're sort of left with just the change uh, jangling on the ground. And I was like, whoa, they like... They tricked us. They got us. Mm-hmm.
2: They did. Also, I love the moment where uh, Patel shows up and he and is like Scott Pilgrim. And he's like, depends on who's asking. I thought that was a fun little update to how that normally goes.
0: Yeah, that was good. Uh, it was also surprising that Crash and the boys weren't there. There was also a very yeah. funny, like, conversation in the background. I think it was Young Neil and Kib, And Young Neil was like, we well, can't do that. Crash was filmed in Toronto. And that's a great film. So, so I was like, what? (laughs) What are we talking about? But very funny. Um, I loved, I think maybe one of my favorite things of the episode that made me so happy as a fan of Scott Pilgrim was getting the flashback to Ramona dating Matthew, which is something we did not get in the movie at all. And it felt like, I mean, it wasn't panels directly pulled out of the comic, but it was, I think. Uh, at least modeled on that stuff. So I I thought Mm -hmm. that was great. That just gives us kind of necessary information about these relationships um, that I really appreciated. Uh, I love the street fighter style fight seed, the Scott versus the bar at the top mm -hmm. of the
2: screen and stuff. I love that. I feel like we're going to get a lot of that stuff. It's really fun.
0: And what did you think about Scott only leaving behind $2.10 or whatever it is in
2: Canadian That makes money. sense. He's pretty broke. So I mm-hmm. thought the amount of coins was kind of hilarious.
1: Well, do you think that's just the money he had in his pocket or is that a, a value on his uh,
0: personality value. and soul?
2: Yeah, a value on his
0: life, I think. That's how, legitimately, that's how I always took it is like whatever amount you leave or items, that's how valuable yeah. you are. Uh, yeah, 100%. Also- I mean,
1: famously, the when you play a video game uh, like River City Ransom or the Scott Pilgrim game that Alex is um, stumbling through, though, <laughs> uh, yeah. when you beat a larger villain, you get more money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it was interesting that we set up early on Gideon when talking about Scott says, you know, they were like, oh, he's a great fighter. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. There isn't a and- surprise like, oh, this guy can also fight.
1: I think that was so – that was when we did – review the movie, I was like, what? we need to set this up better. And I think just that line alone was yeah. like, this makes sense.
0: Again, as a comic's purist, I got to disagree with you guys. I love the fact that it comes out of nowhere that he's a great fighter because he seems like such – kind of a loser for most of the book to have to be could, like, oh, yeah, also he's a, and the best fighter in the province, I thought. I don't know. Well, in I the like book, though,
1: idea. it comes out of nowhere at a different time. Sure. It's earlier in the book. So I agree. I think that works also because it feels like a funny separate thing. And it's not so tied in with the main plot. Mm -hmm. The idea that but at the same time, we found out he's a great fighter when he's being attacked, which is the main story engine of this entire show, the uh, project that feels like too much at once.
0: Yeah. So now we're back to the ending here. So let's talk about it again. Given that Scott is presumably dead, we end with the shot of Ramona looking at his coins left there. Speculation. What do you think's next? How are you feeling about this? Uh, What's going to happen?
2: Please let it be a dream sequence where he wakes up or something. I mean... Or I want him to, to be in like the limbo, and he get a life or something. It can't it can't end like this for Scott, right? I mean, no,
1: she can just frame that change and put it on her wall and live her life. She, I mean, she's so close to death.
0: Like, just let her live <laughs> no, You <laughs> Fucking asshole! <man. laughs> Don't laugh at that. Uh, it was you laugh. It was funny, Justin. What did you? What do you think is gonna happen? What's your expectation?
1: Uh, I think we're going to get some sort of return of Scott. I. I it would be if this was a big swing. It would be an even bigger swing if he uh, if he's gone for the rest of the the season. Though the title is takes off, so
0: that's like bye. Yeah. I'm taking off. Yeah, taking off. Death is the ultimate taking off. That's taking right. a nice little break there.
1: The ultimate Irish goodbye. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you don't have any more sick days, you can just die. Wow, wow. spoken like a true HR professional. Um, well, listen. <laughs> Uh, I think I feel like In estimation. The show probably won. Did they beat us this episode? Seems like this show liked it.
1: definitely beat us. Yeah, uh, definitely beat us. Down. I am so tied in. I haven't watched ahead. I'm literally going to press play on the next episode immediately after we finish <laughs> recording this, so that I can find out what happens next. Uh so and yeah, Pina, I, mean, I don't know what you're
2: going to do. Yeah, there are episodes, right? I mean it's not it's not it's, just one. I mean having watched ahead this is a
0: little bit of a spoiler. There's seven more episodes but they're all black. Like it's just it's yeah. black screen the entire time. You right? got to watch yeah. the whole half an hour though just in case <laughs> just in case something pops up. Uh, Yes, there are seven more episodes after this in the season for eight episodes total. Obviously, we're going to talk about all of them. We'll see how much more screaming there is. But in the meantime, if you'd like to support this podcast. Real quick, real quick before you move on.
1: Leading into this, we talked a lot about like, what do we want to change? And I was a big proponent of let's get Kim Pine more involved here. Maybe that's a relationship. I feel like this, the way this episode ended upsets Every single one of those predictions. I feel like, Pete, you were like, maybe Knives is going to, maybe Knives is who Scott's going to be with. I feel like now we're just like, we're, we're white knuckling it to this uh, uh,
0: raging bull, this buck and bronco that we're trying to hold on to now. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Pretty excited to get into something and just not know what's going to happen after well, I, reading it and seeing it multiple times.
2: I, I would like to, uh, yeah, that's the thing though, is like, as a fan, I was having the best time and then I was fucking furious at the end. You know what I mean? So like, I'm hoping it's going to be like they do in the comics where they do, oh, you're paying attention. Okay, okay. Now we're, you know, going again, but man, you can't, you can't just do that to us. You know what I mean? They did. They did, beep, They did. did. It, they did it specifically to you.
0: Yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to support this podcast and all the podcasts, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We love to shout about Scott Pilgrim with you. Apple, Spotify, Android, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at comic book live on Twitter slash X, comic book club live on TikTok and Instagram, comic book club live.com for this podcast and many more. And we'll get you next time,
2: Scott. Next time. Very good. It sounded too old for what you were trying to do. You're way too old for this. <laughs> Why don't you go die? It's great. Uh-